0: We are now on the, uh, the bottom at the Mishnah. Says the Mishnah as follows. in the middle of his tefilah he realizes that he's a balkari. What should he do? He should shorten his tefilah. As she explains this means that he should just say the blacha the, the itself without any additional words. He, that's assuming he started. Yarad if a guy dips in the mikveh, If he's able to come up and cover himself and read before Netzah comes up and it's the right time to pray, then he should do it. But if you're not able to do all three things in time, then cover yourself with the water and you can read. We'll see what that means soon. Don't cover yourself with with foul-smelling water. Not water that was used to soak flax, which has a bad smell. Until you put other clean water into them to un uh, putrify them. V'kama yarchik mehen, how far do you have to stay away from putrid water? and how far do you have to be from which is feces? Dalet amot, you have to be four amot away, says the Mishnah. we have the as follows. We are now in the writer, uh in the beginning of the Gemara, about eight, five, seven lines from the bottom of the page. I am married, but to this kashu bal kedi lo yafsic. The brighter says the same similar case, standing to be lying. You remember your bal kedi lo yafsic el Same thing. I am koreh Torah. The brighter adds a new case. If you were reading the Torah, in this kashu you remember your bal kedi and lo yafsic You do not stop ve ole elam megam Rather, you are Megamgem. You hurry up and you read. According to, according to the ear, you're only allowed to read three Pesukim. Because you, three Pesukim is the minimum amount you're allowed to read when you go up. So if you get up there, you read, you realize it's Three Pesukim and then you must stop. It sounds like you must stop no matter where you are. Even if it's a point you're not allowed to stop, it sounds like. Tanya Idach Haya e So e if a person is standing in and you see feces in front of you, ma'alech lefana, if you walk forward, a'ach till it's four-amot behind you. The best place to have it is four-amot behind you. Were they praying on the street? People praying in the street, correct. And therefore, if you have tzo'ah, which was a common thing, people didn't have bath. there were no toilets, so you could have tzo'ah in front of you. Therefore, it's a problem. You have to go and leave it four-amot behind you. There was a brighter that says that you can leave it four or more on the side of you, which is a leniency that doesn't have to be behind you. It could even be on the side of you. The reason why the side of you is a leniency is because it's something called peripheral vision. And a person could see it a bit on peripheral vision if it's on the side, but you can't see it behind you. So here we now we said before it has to be behind you. We have a brighter that implies that it's okay to be on the side of you. Answers are: Gimara Lokashya. Had had the One is when it's possible. And when it's not possible. So if it's not possible, you let have it on the side. And if it's possible, you should have it behind you. So it's the Gimana. R- Rashi gives a case if you're by a riverbank and you can't go forward, then it could be that way. Okay. Mat um hold on we have four lines in the bottom, if you're praying, you find ah, where you are, I don't know what Raba says, even though you did a sin that you didn't check beforehand, before you prayed to see this stuff, still, you don't think your tivila doesn't count, Rabba says it does count, so Raba asked the question to his Rebbe, doesn't it say that the sacrifice of a of a Rasha, is considered disgusting tashem, and if so this should also be disgusting tashem because you prayed in a place where you should have checked and rather, rather disagrees with this Rabbi Rava, and he says since you sinned, even though you prayed is disgusting and you need to repray." so Machloket and Rava, whether you need to repray. Says The The person praying Tepila, and he has urine dripping down his leg. posek, You must stop until the urine stops dripping. And you go back and you pray. Where do you go back to? One says you go back to the beginning of the prayer. And the other one says no, you go back to the place where you stopped. So the a machlok between Reb Chista whether you have to go back to the beginning. And this is a, here is a case of urine. Lema, let's presume b'ha kamif legi that the following is the argument. More savar one holds im shahad kedeleg more t'kula if you stopped long enough to finish the whole thing. This is a machlok it between two rabbis whether a break in your amida causes you to have to start all over again. If the break is long enough to finish the whole tefillah, some rabbis say that you have to start again. And other rabbis say, no, even though you break long enough to finish the whole amida. You only have to go back to the place where you stopped. So we're saying, let's presume that the machloket between of Chisten and of Hamnuna before, that about whether or not a person with urine dripping down his leg needs to go back to the beginning or not, is the same machloket as the other rabbis who are arguing about a break in tefillah. And we're just we're just considering this urine thing basically like a break in the tefillah. You he's broke in man. Yeah, he's a sick man. We want to see what to do with him. And we want to know, does he have to restart again? So, um, according to this, according to this, we want to assume that the whole, the whole subject of these two rabbis is just basically a break, break in filah. Is it called a break or not? Says the Gemara, Amar Rav Asher, Rav Asher says, If that was the question, the argument should be whether you waited or you didn't wait. Not if it was dripping or not dripping. Ella, rather, no, he disagrees. Everyone agrees that a break, requires, if you break long enough, you have to go back to the beginning. Right? And over here, it would, the, the argument is, if you didn't break that long, The de one rabbi holds, since urine was dripping down his leg, this man is pushed off from praying. And therefore, he's, since he's pushed off from praying, he needs, and therefore he's not fitting to pray, and therefore his tevilah doesn't work. So it's nothing, this machlok has nothing to do with how long you waited. Everyone agrees that if you wait long enough, you have a problem. We're talking about, is a guy with urine dripping down his leg able to pray Avad? And therefore, the first rabbi says, And the other one holds first wide line. Gavrechaz he's, he's a fitting guy. He's technically allowed to pray with urine dripping down his leg. and works, but you shouldn't do it And that's the machlok between the two rabbis, not about what, how long you waited, but rather about whether a guy with urine dripping down could could, could pray with the avad. Rabbanan, Rabanan ha a guy who needs to go to the bathroom, al he should not go. He should not pray, ve And if he does pray, the brighter says his tivila is a It's a disgusting thing, and it does not count. Okay, that is the brighter says the Gemara. Okay, amar ibzvid. That's only assuming that you had to go to the bathroom so badly that you would not be able to wait. If you could have waited, just because you have to go to the bathroom does not necessarily mean your tefillah doesn't work. Of course, it wasn't the right thing to do. But if you could have waited, then your tefillah does count. What's called waiting? How far, how long... Are you? Do you have to be able to hold it in in order that your could count? Amar Shashat. says Ad Parsa. You have to be able to walk a Parsa. A Parsa is four mil. A mil is 2,000 amot, which means 8,000 amot. So basically 8,000 amot, if you could walk 8,000 amot, which is about 12,000 feet. 12,000 feet is about a little more than two miles. If you could walk two miles, then your tefillah counts. If not, not. Go on I don't know how long that is too. Okay. Ika dematnila amatnita. There are those who learn on the Mishnah. Some say when these words said, when you can not hold back. And some just some learn on the Mishnah. We are now six lines into the wide lines. You should not pray. Why not? Prepare yourself to greet your God. And this, that's called pray. preparing yourself is by going to the bathroom. A statement from again. 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 What is this pasuk that says, if you look on the side, it says this following, watch your feet, when you go to the house of God. Be quick to listen. Rather than giving the fools to give a sacrifice. Because they don't know to do evil. That's the pasuk. Okay? Pasuk in Kohelet. Shemor what does that mean? Watch yourself. Now, this has nothing to do with the Gemara we learned until now, until you see the second shot. Second shot is going to say that it's talking about uh, being careful to go to the bathroom before you pray, which is our subject. But according to this first shot, it's a completely side thing. According to this, Watch yourself, not to sin im and if you sinned, bring a korban in front of him. and I will be quick to listen. Okay. What is the Karov? No next pasuk, the rest of the Pasuk says, and be quick to listen. Amarava Rava explains be quick to listen to the words of the rabbis. Sheim chotim, because the rabbis, when they sin, they bring a korban and they do teshuvah, and that's much better. Rather, that's much better than giving the fools to give a, a sacrifice. What do What does that mean? don't breathe like the fools who sin and bring a korban, they don't sin teshuvah and they don't do teshuvah. So be like the sadiqim means, do like the sadiqim and bring a korban and do teshuvah, as opposed to the rishayim, or the fools, who bring Qurban korban, but they're not bothering to do teshuvah. And what is the rest of the pasuk? What does it mean? What does it mean they don't know how to do evil? What do you mean the fools don't know how to do evil? Why would the Basuk say that it's referring to a guy who doesn't do Teshuvah? Because if it's if it's saying that, then the rest of the Basuk that says they don't know how to do evil, what do you mean? Then they're Ella, Rather, we're going to redo what Rav says. Don't be like a, like a fool who sinned and bring a Korban. If and they don't know, They don't know if... They're bringing it because they sinned, or they did, or they did something good, and they're bringing a sacrifice just as a gift to Hashem. Hashem will to them, you don't know if you did something good or bad. <speaking in Hebrew> you bring a if you don't know what you did, what you did right or wrong. Meaning, they don't even think that they sinned, right? And therefore, since they don't even know what they're doing, then they can't fix up the evil that they did. Now that's all the first explanation, which really doesn't have anything to do with what we're learning about. Let's continue. Rav Ashi, amar, Rav Ashi says, and if, according to Rav Ashi, it fits exactly what we're saying. Rav Ashi, Watch you're going to the bathroom. According to this, the Pasuk is talking about making sure that you go to the bathroom. Good morning, Jack. The Rabbi has learned. Hanichnas, we are now about fourteen lines into the wide lines on chaf gimel amud we learned in the brighter. Hanichnas Kise. What happens when you go into a bathroom? Understand before we start this subject of bathrooms, which is now going to be the subject for the next while. When we discuss the subject of bathrooms, the bathrooms in the olden days was basically a person going to the bathroom in the field. Okay, and there were certain areas that were designated as field bathrooms where people would just go and go to the bathroom right there. Okay. Okay. there Tanu Rabbanan so the bet right If you go to a bet kiseh, cholat tefilin, you take off your tefilin, berchok amot, four amot away from the bet kiseh, vinichnas and you go in. Amar Amar lo bet kiseh kavua. This is only in a bet kiseh that is kavua. Bet kiseh kavua means. It's designated as a, a place where a guy goes in. But if you're in a bitkisei aray, Rashi explains that bitkisei is a place where no one went to the bathroom yet. You're, you're, you're making it into a bathroom now. It's just an empty place in the field, and you're making it into a new bathroom. Okay. You can take it off and go to the bathroom right away. Even though your tefillin are right there, it's okay to go to the bathroom right there. But when you leave, then you have to take off your and you have to go four or more away because you made it into a established bet So the difference between bet kavua and bet is whether you have to take off the tefillin four or more before you get there. Okay, but on, when you're leaving, of course, you have to be four or more away regardless because you made it into bet Arai. The Gemara asked a question on that statement. Can you go into a bet kise kavua if you just want to urinate? Meaning, if you're not going to defecate and you're only going to urinate, is it okay to walk into a bet kiss kavua with tefillin? Ravina Share. Ravina said it's okay. You're only urinating. Interesting. Rav Okay. Atu, they went. Shaila Rava. De'es Rava. Amale Asur. Why is it Asur? That's not why. That's not why. It seems like. Asur, chayshin an sheme yifne bahem. We're worried Really, the urinating part is okay. But we're worried, sometimes when you urinate, it makes you want to defecate as well. And therefore, we're worried that that might happen. You might go to number two over there. The Amrila, others say, Shema Yafiyach others say that when you urinate, it could cause you to have gas, And therefore, you're not allowed to have, since you're not allowed to have gas with tefillin, where it's a gizera urinating, because maybe you'll have gas or urinating, because maybe you'll go to the bathroom. But they're both agreeing that it's asur to do. But not because it's asur, asur, but because it's asur because that you might do other things with it. Ta'an ye'idach, ha'nechnas lebet t'kiseh, you have another bright text simuling, that says, if you go into bet t'kiseh, kavua, into a set bet t'kiseh, choletz tefilim berachok talal ha'mot, take off it in four and more away. U'manichan bechalon ha'samuch v'reshut al-rabim, leave it in a window, which is close to the shu't v'nechnas, and you go in. U'kushu yotzeh, when you leave, melachik talal ha'mot v'manichan, then walk for a way, of course, and put them on. <laughs> so, B'et so says, you're leaving it when it's that far away. Okay? B'et uh, Hillel says, no. hold them in your hand and walk in. Rabbi Yekiva says, hold them in your garment and you walk in. Now, could Rabbi Kiva really hold it, you put it in your, in your garment then it might fall out you might forget about them they'll fall out in the bathroom and of course the bathroom is not a place you want them to fall out hold them in your garment and your hand when you walk in now where should you leave it Rabbi Kiva says you could also leave them you can leave, leave them in the holes in the bath, in the wall. Like in those days, the, the the walls used to have holes in them, so you can leave it in these little crevices in the walls that are. Oh. But don't put them in the holes that are facing outward towards the Shulchan Maybe somebody who passes by, if they do it in the holes in the wall that are facing the street, someone could steal them. Why? People will, will suspect you of doing something wrong. Why would they suspect you of doing something wrong if someone takes the tefillin? There was a story with a student. He once left it on the other side, like Bet Shemai. He left it on the hole facing Rishut uh, Rabim. And the Zona came and she took them. She took the Tefillin to the bet Midrash. And she said, Look what this guy gave me to pay me. He gave me Tefillin. Look at that. And when the student heard this, He went up to the roof and he fell off the roof. He was so embarrassed from his friends that they thought that he went to the Zona, that he jumped off the Rosh and he died. That's when they said that you should walk, it would be Kivaz ruling, that you should hold it in your bag and then go in, is in order to Sakrat Nefashot. The guy would leave it facing the Shutarabim, even though it's nicer for the Tiflian to leave it facing the Shutarabim. But we don't want to do that because it's dangerous because of this story over here. Okay? Says the Gemara. Tanu Rabbanan, you with us or no? Tanu okay. Raban. Sometimes they would leave it in this in the in the holes next to the Betekiseh, but then there were um there were mice who would come and take them. So they made a rule. They would leave it in the windows, which are close to the Shutabim. Then other, other people would pass by and take them. Then they put in your hand and go in. The son of like a sephid, the like a scroll. as follows. Okay. The Oksan be, we know, hold him in your right hand, connectively, or opposite your heart. Amar of Yosef, Barmen Yumi, Amar of Nahman. Thank you so much. Jack, you're the best. Amar of Yosef, Barmen Yumi, Amar of Nahman, who will watch Lotie and the two Ayotzat Bittach at as long as you don't have a strap coming out from your, from your hand, a tephach. When we told you that you should put them in your hand, that's only if you have time during the day to put them back on. In the olden days, people wore tefillin okay. all day. So, assuming that you went to the bathroom when there's still a little bit of time to put them back on, that's when you should walk in wearing them but if it is no more time to wear them, you should make them a little pouch with a tefach of airspace in it. Is this like why the dead body? Does tomorrow doesn't travel or something? It's Something like that, right? <laughs> and you put them in it, you put them in this bag, and you could leave it in the bag, it's fine. So they're only allowing you to walk in with them in your hand because they want you to put them on afterwards. But in the case where you close to sunset and it's too late, then you should put them in a bag with a tefach and you can leave them there. during the day golan and sefer. Or biadol leave in your hand connected libo. Ubaalaila in the evening. Oselem kibin kis tefach. Amar abaye. Abaye says kilyan. When did we say that you have to leave an airspace of a tefach? If the keli that you're putting it in is is it's meant for tefillin. When a keli is meant for tefillin, that keli does not separate from the bathroom. And therefore, you would have to leave a tefach of airspace in it in order for it to work we're now four lines from the bottom of the page, if you're in a keli that's not meant for it, so if you have a shopping bag for Moishis, and you have that around the tefillin, even if it's less than a tefach around the tefillin, it's still considered a separation because it's not meant for it. So here we're seeing the first time a difference between a keli that's meant for it and not meant for it. When the keli is not meant for it, it's a better hefsek than otherwise. This is a fact when we go to the bathroom. The person is taking his tefillin to a bathroom nowadays, they say... So all the cases on this would be nothing. The cases on tefillin don't count. I'm saying even right. the bag. No? Right. But if you put it in your it's luggage, that's fine, because it's not meant for it. Okay. Unclear, though, if our bathrooms are as bad as their bathrooms. Okay. I'll teach it to you. If you have a small, tiny a small tiny jug and you have a, you put a small tiny jug in an into a house that has a dead body in it what's in it does not become Tameh and therefore you see that you don't need a Tefach as long as it's not made for it three lines in the bottom we used to follow Rabbi Yochanan when he would go to the bathroom when he was holding a sefer with agadot in his hands, a, a scroll with agadot in his hands, he would give it to us. We should hold it for him. When he was holding Tifilin, and he could have given it to us also, he wouldn't give it to us. Amad, he would say, since the rabbis let me go in with it, because the rabbis made that rule because of the story with the with the lady or whatever, Right. I'll have them watch me. Which means, having Tifilin with you in the bathroom is actually a good thing. Because it could protect you, Rashi says. It'll protect your Mazikin. And therefore, if the rabbis let me do it, why should I give you guys my Tifilin to watch? If I have a sefer the rabbis didn't let, okay, I'll give it to you to watch. But now that I have the, the ability to go in with Tifilin, let's go in with them. The different take on things. You would think, well, I might as well leave it outside. No, take it in with you. Amar Abba says, (laughs) When I was following Rav Nachman, a similar story. When he had a sefer of Agatha, he would give it to us. When he had a sefer of he wouldn't give it to us. Amar, he said, since the rabbis allowed it, not to let it watch us again. The same idea. Tanu Rabbanan. haz adam tefillin biado rab Persons in general should not pray holding tefillin. Why should he not pray? Okay, go ahead. Why should he not pray holding tefillin? You shouldn't go to the bathroom and urinate with them. yishan and don't go to sleep with them keva, not uh, full sleep. and not even uh, dozing off. When you're holding these things, you shouldn't do these things. this is a kavana issue. We don't want. We want you to make sure you have kavana. If you have a, a knife or money or a tray or or a loaf of bread. All these things are the same. They're going to disturb your kavanah if you have them in your hand. And therefore, you should not pray with those things in your hand. The does not follow the past Mishnah. The Bet Because all this is Bet Shammai he says because in the previous b- 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 we had said that you should not hold tefillin and pray and you shouldn't go to the bathroom with it right now we're assuming you're in Bet Kisei arai. Bet hilel allowed you to go in Bet Kisei Kavua to urinate so therefore couldn't, we, don't, we don't hold like this statement Metivi we'll ask you a question there's a statement that says as follows. The rabbi says, hold on a second. Okay, good. We're still good. Okay. So the Gemara, So we, right now we said that Bet Hillel would disagree with the writer. okay? And because Bet Hillel allows you to walk into Tefillin with, the, with the Bet Kisekavua, for sure he would allow you to urinate with Tefillin on in a Bet Kiseh Aray. Gemara says, Ah, oh, it's not true. TV I'll ask you a question. With, it's referring to. Wait, wait, let's, let's see what the Gemara Brighter says "Divanim The things that I let you do here I made an asur to you over there It's a very, very vague Brighter Whatever I allowed over here I made an asur over there My love The Gemara is presuming Tifelin, we're talking about Tifelin here So now And we're talking about Tifelin Bringing it into the bathroom if you tell me you're talking about betileel, we'll explain the baraita as follows. He taratilach kan kavua. I allowed you to walk into bet Kise kavua, but asayt lakan bet kiseh I made it asur in the case of bet kiseh Right. And therefore, it'll fit good that the rabbi's Betilel does not allow Betile what he allows in Bet Betkis, he doesn't allow in El Yeah, but Bet Shammai, but if you claim that this statement was betchamai, Halloshallah <laughs> Midi, he didn't let anything. Shammai doesn't let you walk in Bethisekavu either. And therefore, the statement fits better according to Betilel. And therefore, if it fits better according to Bethileel, let's presume that Betilel could be the author of this Brighton. Okay? Says, no. Kitanya. What was the writer talking about? tefach It wasn't talking about the subject of urinating at all. This subject is talking about how much you're allowed to reveal of yourself when you go to the bathroom. A person, when you go to the bathroom, is not supposed to get completely undressed when he goes to the bathroom. There's siniyut even in the bathroom. And the machloket of the bathroom is can you, can you reveal one tefach? or two tefachs. Okay? Let's see what's going on. The Tani Chada, goes one writer says, when you go to the bathroom number two, you reveal of your back, tefach, one tefach. That's all you need for the back. and when you're doing it in front of you, tefahayim, you could open up two tefachs. Rashi explains, because you don't want to have any urine, which has a habit of dripping, to go on you. So therefore, you're allowed to open two tefakhs we have another bright that says Hora behind you Tefach again a Tefach but in front of you not at all. You can't you can't let anything out. Don't 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 let anything out at all. My love, we assume edi both the brightot are talking about the Ish a man Kasha, and we're not asking a question. Kan the Gidolim. one bright is talking about when you're going to the bathroom number two tanim one is number one, and therefore, f- therefore, we don't have to say that the first brighter was uh, referring to bet We could say it's referring to a completely different subject by going to bed number two, number one. The asked could it be talking about that? If it's talking about going to the bathroom urinating. Then what do you need to open in the back at all, a tefach? You know, you are just, just urinating. You, you they would never allow you to open a tefach in the back if you're just urinating. Right? And we have a new answer. Rather, they're both talking about going to bathroom number two. Lord Kasha, and it's not a question. be ish. One's talking about a man and one's talking about a woman. When a man he has to open the front when he goes to the bathroom number two because when you go, when you push to go to the bathroom it causes you to urinate as well and therefore he has to open the front also a woman doesn't have to open herself in the front at all because the way the woman's body is she can go to the bathroom sitting down without opening the front at all and therefore it's talking about two different things and either way it's it's okay for the brighter to be talking about this, and the brighter is not talking about what we once said before. Betila and For As the Gemara it's talking about a man and a woman, this that we said zehu teshuvah, we said about this brighter This is a Kalvachomer that has nothing against it. You can't knock it off. My teshuvah. What does it mean that uh, Kalvachomer has no way to knock it off? Right, darka That's the regular way a person. That's the regular way a person goes to the bathroom. We wouldn't so we wouldn't say it's a we Wouldn't call it a kalvachomim. Ella love Rather, we say it's talking about tefillin. Back to the tefillin story. We can't say it's talking about going to the bathroom. Forget about this this vague bright that referring to going to the bathroom. Rather, we want to say that this vague bright that has to be talking about tefillin itself de Rava, of and this is a knockoff of Rava in the name of Shashat. Rava Rav Shashat says the only bitch am I doesn't allow holding Tivlin when you go to the bathroom. Number one, oh, Tiyufta, The Gemara says you're right; it's a Tufta. Mikoma kasha. We still, it's a question. We have a Kavachomer the Bet kise Kavua, Shari. If Bet hillel allows you to bring it into Bet kise Kavua, Bet Kisei Arai, koshkin, isn't it obvious that they'll allow you to bring it into Bet kise Arai? Answer the word, no. come on Bet kise Kavua, de Nitzah in a regular bathroom, where you go to the bathroom when you're sitting down, and when you go to the and sitting down, there's no, you don't have to worry about droplets. share they allow taking tefillin, because we're worried that drops of urine could go on tifilin. when you're standing, it could happen. But a bet arai, where a person is standing, and sometimes you have to, you have urine that could fall on your feet, asiri, <inaudible> the rabbis do not want you to be holding tefillin when you have to be busy wiping uh, off the urine from you, they don't want you to be holding tefillin at that point. Therefore, you're right, the bet the makes sense that they could be, actually be stricter in a bet Alright, and I bet you say kavua because of the way a person goes to the bathroom there. Iachi, if so, am I Analaf Teshuvah? So why did we say this is a, a if you could go into the if you could go into the the t- Kavuah. Kavua, for sure you could go into the this is a Kavakumir that has no Teshuva. It has a tshuva. Let's explain. There's different way you sit. Why did we say Analf Teshuva? Answer the Gemara this is a beautiful teshuvah, and we know ha milta this thing of carrying you have to come for the reason behind it so it's actually that wasn't the statement that was said the statement that was said wasn't it, this is a kaavah that has no teshuvah. the statement was said was you have to look at it for the reasons behind it and not and not with a kavu because if you go with kavu chomer, you'll think it's a kavu tishuvah, but really it's a that yeshel because it's not really kavu at all. It's really a, you have to go by the reasons. Okay. Now, once we're going, to, once we spoke about going to the bathroom before you pray, we're going to discuss a new Halakha. Okay. Tanu rabbanan, we're at the two dots smack in the middle of chavgimul amud bet. Tanu rabbanan, the rabbis learned. A guy who wants to walk in to a set meal. You should walk 10 times for Amot. Or, you should walk 4 times and try to go to the bathroom. Don't go into the set meal when you think you have to go to the bathroom. First, walk a little, walk around a little bit to see if you need to go to the bathroom and then you go into the meal. Take off first and then go into the meal. That's a disagreement with the He says, No, leave it on your table. Don't take him off before you walk into the meal. Leave it on your table. And that is nicer for him. Why is it nicer for him? Rashi explains. This way you could wear them when you say Birkatamazon. According to this rabbi, you want them with you so you can use them for Birkatamazon. The Ad Emat. Ad Emat means how long should you keep them off until you make Birkatamazon. Okay? One rabbi says that you could wrap your tifilin with your money in your handkerchief. The other writer says, You shouldn't wrap it with your money in your handkerchief. We have a contradiction. Should a person wrap it with his money in his handkerchief or not? And it's a low One's talking about where you made it for you made the handkerchief a tifilin handkerchief. So it's, it's, this handkerchief became a koracha. If you made it a koracha, then you're not allowed to put money with it. But if you didn't make this bag into a koracha, then you are allowed to put tefillin in it. The says, any time you have a sudar of tivrin that you decide to use it for tivrin once you put tivrin in it, you're not allowed to put any money in it you're not allowed to put in pishiti small coins if you decide to use it and you didn't put any tivrin in it then tzai lot then, or or, tsarbe or you wrapped coins and you didn't get it ready, then shayna mezibazuzi, you'll have to put money in it. Ula Abai dama azmana he, according to Abaye, who says that when you got it ready, that it already counts, azmine, then if you got it ready for tifilin, even though you didn't put any tifilin in it, or tsarbe, i azmine asir. Then, if you had it in mind, it's asur. Ilah is made law by law, and then it's not. Now, uh, just a quick halakha from this thing. The halakha is, in fact, that like nowadays it. you are not allowed to put anything, any money, in your tefillin case. Okay? If a person, by mistakes, sometimes if a person uh, sometimes will put his tzedakah, the money for tzedakah, you want to put it, you put it in your tefillin case. It is asur to put anything. In your Tiffin case because it's already set aside for tefillin and you can't use it for anything else. Even if you go to mccorm and buy Tiffin case to put coins in there, no, then... no. If you, it uh, says that coin to buy, yeah, coin to buy, we don't hold like that. We hold that only if you put tefillin in, it's a problem. If you go to Macor and buy a Tiffin case, you want to use it to store money, that's okay. buy You can't na- put coins in it, the- yes. Is it a hot You, you, you can't, okay. バイミナ we have six lines in the baranot halchima. バイミナ of Yosef, Rader ibn Khunim of Judea. Maush yimlech adam tefilin taach ad mula Can he put tefilin under his pillow? So Morris says, taach maragotav under your feet. No, can we by there. that's that's embarrassing to tefilin to put it under your feet. Kika vay taach maragotav. We want to know what if it, what if it's under your pillow? My, amale hah yam Shmuel said mutar you're allowed to put it on the pillow. Even if your wife is with you and you're having relations, not a problem. May TV ask a question on the statement. You can't put it on your feet. Because that's, that's embarrassment, like we said. But you can put it on your pillow. But if your wife is with you, Asur, here it says it's Asur. And before we said, it was allowed. Let's continue. Gimotavachim. If there was a place under your your um, your head which was gimotavachim high, or namuch gimotavachim, or was three tavachim below your head, then it's mutar. The Bible says, Tiyufta Dishmuel Tiyufta. It's a knockout on Shmuel. It looks like this bright is against Shmuel because Shmuel said with your wife, with you, it's okay. And this bright is said only if your wife's not with you or if it's three three up or three down. Now this is a wild thing. We don't hold what is going on when the Gemara is going, Shmuel is arguing with the brighter. Last we checked, Shmuel is unlicensed to argue with the brighter And he's an Amora, right? And he's not Rav who can argue with the brighter. So what's going on that they were saying the halacha, even though the halacha, we have even though we have a bright against Shmuel, which says when your wife's with you, you're not allowed to do it. Here we're telling you you're allowed to do it. My time what's the reason? Call Tve Which means anytime you're doing something to protect your Tefillin, it's more important. Rashi explains since you're watching them from the mice and from the thieves it's more important than embarrassing it meaning it's more important to watch a Tifilin than to embarrass a Tifilin now even that is not so simple the Rishonim are trying to clarify exactly how Shmuel has the right uh, to to, to, argue. to argue with the Brita ok but we'll, we'll see that tomorrow so we're leaving off over here uh, A quick a quick summary If you don't mind We're going to do a quick summary Of this daf Let's see if we can A lot of different subjects over here So the daf started off With a mishnah The mishnah was talking about a person Who was Omer B'tefilah And he remembers he's Balkeri He shouldn't stop, he should shorten it Now we also give, gave a few different laws A law of if a person's dipping how we should, he, he should it's better to cover yourself when you come out but if you can't you cover yourself with the water and we said that the water can't be smelly water and if it's smelly water you need four-hour water away finally we said in the Gemara we said uh, how far you have to be away I'm, so, I'm sorry if you remember your Belkera you could only read three Pesukim And you can't read more than that. If you see defecation next to you, you should leave it behind you for amot, but if you're stuck, you can leave it on the side of you for amot. Then, we have a break that says, the person's standing at tefillah, and he has urine urine coming out of him, he could go back and pray. There's a if you have to go back to the beginning or not. And we try to explain what the machloket is. Is the machloket about a person how long if a person delays in tefillah? How long you're allowed to wait while you're delaying? And we said, no, the, 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 it's not about that. Everyone agrees that a person who delays has to start again. Here the question is whether or not the person is dechuyahi and not allowed to or not when he have urine coming out of them. Then we said a person should always check himself before he prays to make sure they don't have to go to the bathroom. Right? And then we said a pasuk of hachun that you always have to get ready to before you pray to make sure you don't have to go to the bathroom we explained the pasuk of what it's supposed to mean we, we, with two peshati one wasn't relevant to us the second one was telling you that you have to watch make sure that you don't have to go to the bathroom finally we had a, a brightah a person who goes to the bed say how far where do you put your tefillin when you go to the bet to we said that the for our motorway, but it was arai you were allowed to go in with it. Then we had a where to leave it, <coughs> Bet Shemai, Bet Kiva. And we had the story of the lady who took the Tefilin and the guy jumped off the roof, and then therefore we, it seems like we changed things and we said that the guy is allowed to go in with Tefilin in order to avoid such a terrible situation. Then we said, how are you supposed to go in with the tefillin? Should you wrap it up like a seffet and bring it in with you? Put it next to your heart. Uh, make a tefach. Make a kiss with a tefach. But we said that you only need a kiss with a tefach if it's not, if it's uh, an item that's designated for tefillin, but if it's not designated for tefillin, then you're allowed to have even less than a tefach on top of it. We said a person shouldn't... Uh, when a person prays, he shouldn't be holding things in his hand that you might forget about, like money or other things. Uh, we had a machloket about a statement, uh, whether it was Bet Shammai or Bet Hillel who said it. We had a whole back and forth about that. Then we said that one's talking about, we tried to say that one's talking about a woman and one's talking about a man, but we said it can't be. And therefore we said went back and said, talking about a kabachom, a shayt about uh, when you're sitting or standing, when you're sitting, a person who's sitting does not have need to But when you're standing, it's not so. Therefore, there is something more lenient about a beti uh, kavua than a beti arai. And we said no. It, we, we explained that it doesn't mean that kavachomer should of teshuvah. It means kavachomer that you shouldn't you shouldn't look at it like a kavachomer. You should look at it as, as, from the reason because you look at a kavachomer, you'll think it has no teshuvah. Then we said when you go into a a, a meal. Where should you leave your tefillin? Leave it next to you so you can put it back on when you pray. Berkatamazon. Uh, and then finally, we spoke about uh, using a tefillin bag to put money in. You can't do that. And the last subject, the last last subject, was where should you put your tefillin when you go to sleep? Definitely not under your feet, under your head. It was and Shmuel said yes, and the Gemara came out like Shmuel, even though we had a brayta against it. Baruch Amen.